All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of Gambit Podcast. We are actually back this week after what was last week of um, just not being here. Uh, I am SoloBase15 here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing well enough, Solo. I don't know if I won my my alt account uh, JC yet, but otherwise, <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, yeah, yeah, we're doing great. We're doing yeah. wonderful. Um, you and I were both just both just playing Snap right before we got on, so that's kind of <laughs> ironic. <laughs> we were, um, and we're doing even better because we actually are starting the podcast with a twitch hype train uh so thank you rokaren burt and chill good to see all of you out there in chat ready to talk about all the fun that is uh not snap galaxy of heroes um and gac uh yeah so not not much has happened in the past week everybody is patiently waiting with bated breath on the last Afra requirement and Afra's kit herself. And here we are, no kit yet. How are you feeling about that? Uh, what do you think, Solo? You think it's going to be this week? I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if we get the last requirement this week. I do think that, um, I think that Afra might come with, with the anniversary celebration post. The question is, are they going to make that this week or are they going to do it next week before Thanksgiving? That I'm not sure about. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know either. Um, I would like to know, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I would, too. Uh, I actually, I hope they take longer. The longer they take, the the more time we have to farm the earlier dropped characters before she releases. Oh, okay. I, I thought, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Um, I thought you were going to say like the more time we have to, to put relics on useless uh, pilot characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's absolutely, absolutely that too. Um, that's, <laughs> that's definitely going to be there or is happening as we speak. Uh, but yeah, I think, that I I want longer. I really do <clears throat> want to start getting Hondo and learning how to play with Hondo. I've heard of some fun counters that he can be used in, and uh, he's just so far off my off my radar because he's sitting there at whatever G eleven, and it's just like yeah. you're not you're not. I'm not learning your kit anytime soon. I know if someone plopped him in onto my roster with with uh, you know he's like relic nine with all like twenty five plus speed mods on him, um, ready to go. Just like just have to use him. That's it. Um, I wouldn't know what to do with him. <laughs> yep. I'd have yeah. no clue. I'd... <laughs> Neither would I. Um... I'd be like maybe you go well with. The uh, Tie Fighter pilot. I don't freaking know. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to learn soon because I do. I mean, he's been released <clears throat> for a little while at this point. Um, He'll be farmable in not too long. Yeah, 
Yeah, because he's already in the in the shipments, which means they're ready. They're ready for him to come come out. Um and I you know, they've messed with the release cadence. Not I shouldn't say they've messed with the release cadence, because everybody's come like nobody's come late, but a few people have come early. And so I'm just so confused on when when to try and predict people coming. Yeah, they're just being unpredictable a-holes. I have no idea, man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which, you know what, if they're, if it's unpredictable and they come early, like, I'm not going to complain about that. If, <laughs> if it's unpredictable and they're coming late, then maybe, maybe I have some room to complain. Yeah, that's true. I mean... Uh, they they did delay the farmability of Boosh and uh what what's his name um Scando uh, like they 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 released them later than like they've been doing like consistently like one month one month one month after you know like cadence and yeah. they did, they took a little longer this time to release those two um, but but it was still in the announced cadence time right because the announced cadence um, remember was six weeks and six weeks. Yeah, it was it was but yeah, between four and six weeks uh yeah. for for each stage of it. So yeah, you're you're right about that as far as I know. I just also don't know how much I can trust the that like the announced cadence. Like I I, I should I should feel like I should trust it because I haven't broken it, but at the same time, like it, it took them a couple years, but they broke the cadence for uh credit heist, for instance. You know, like they announced that and then they just Without warning, uh, stopped announcing that or stopped doing what they had announced, and so I don't know. I guess I've always just been like, well, I guess they'll just break it when they want to. Yeah, actually, uh, let's see, because I have SWGOH events pulled up, <laughs> and so they actually predict the Bush hit the shipments two days early from their earliest prediction, and. They still have two days, and she'd still fit within the the predicted schedule. And Scando hit shipments a full week early and landed on the last day possible of the of the cadence. So right. they're they're right, you know, they're right in line, but they're on the tail end of it. Right. Uh, well, then that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um. I. I guess I just. So here's the thing. I guess no. So I'm. I'm not. I'm not upset about this per se. I guess I just, from my perception, um, it, it just feels a little dirty because they like at, at some point. So they they followed the four to six weeks pretty consistently. Like, oh, we don't know. Like it was just a lottery. Like spin the wheel. The, who knows? But then at some point, they started releasing them four weeks. Yeah, or four weeks, yeah. four weeks for for a long time, like this whole year basically was just like four weeks straight without any kind of deviation, and then, uh, you know, and probably even a year the year before that, like it it's been super consistent at four weeks, and not that they've announced it, not that they've said that they have to do it that way, that it did a little bit start setting the uh like expectation of like all of them are going to be four weeks like i'm not saying that they have to they're not bound to right. it i just 
it, it caused it makes me it made me feel like a kind of borderline anxious even though like one of my accounts was always going to light whale on it and the other account was never going to go for job in the first place <laughs> so it didn't really right. but but like the collective anxiety of the community kind of got to me as well yeah yeah i mean that's fair um i honestly wasn't paying attention to that like i'm i am so burnt out from character releases this year and we've talked about this previously that it's it's all just kind of a blur to me at this point um you know it's it, constant characters coming in just constantly throughout the year and i don't i honestly don't expect that to change headed into next year yeah i don't know i mean on one hand, I mean, you're right. I just, they have slowed down a little bit. Like in the last like couple of weeks, there hasn't been any new characters really. Like what was the last release? Like they announced Tarkin's, or not Tarkin, I mean, it is Tarkin's ship kind of, but uh, the Grand Inquisitor ship. And then when like BT and Triple Zero were a few weeks ago now, weren't they? Like they're already in, yeah. they're already in shipments. Well, that's the, yeah, because they hit shipments after three weeks. Um, oh, like they just went super early. Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like if, if you look at how many are released per quarter, um, they have it, it's the most, it, it's been the same amount per quarter every single quarter. So, like there might be a bigger gap in weeks, but for the actual three month period, they've hit over five per quarter this year. Since actually since the fourth quarter of last year, it's just uh, been a consistent five, 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 and then throw in a couple ships. Oh, uh, and I don't even mean to argue. I mean, I yeah. I did a plan. I did a plan episode a while ago that I just talked about. Like, I'm not even burned out about like the dodge stuff. Hasn't been really phasing me that much. Like, I, I face people with a hundred dodge, and I'm like, well, usually I just fight them with weird stuff anyway. So it, it, it like hasn't mattered that much. Like, I don't, I don't like it, and it it does it is wearing on me. So don't get me wrong, but at the same time, the thing that's been like burning me out is just constant barrage of characters and trying to keep up. Like my alt is just hopelessly lost, like just completely hopelessly behind. Like I, uh, you know, for a while, I, I don't know if you remember, like Calvin was saying, like he was saying like, okay, well for every double GL release, cause that was like what they were doing for a long time. Yeah. Um, he was only going to get, be able to get one galactic legend uh per per release and he was fine with that and whatever you know like that was kind of his thing and now he has all six (laughs) like he he caught up and so we were all able to like we were starting to all catch up at some point and now this year is like nope you will not catch up (laughs) there will be no soup for you (laughs) no soup for you no (laughs) catching up like Uh, no not burning out uh, no, I mean, I, I typically really get excited about new character releases, and yet when a new kit comes out, I'm just like, again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is, um, I mean, that's a legit thing. Like, I'm, I stopped caring about new character releases because I can't keep up. And every character has a kit that's literally a book. Like, you sit down and try and read it and like so 
I'm not going to complain about how Jabba's team actually works. I actually really like the team. I think they're designed like that team is designed really well. So this isn't a complaint about the actual in game, but we've reached a point in the game where to make it so that the game is balanced, you have to have complicated kits. And now you look at the Jabba team and it's like, you have to look in eight different places to figure out what the hell is going on. And that that gets just mentally draining. It was tedious. I mean, I don't I don't wanna I, I would rather have one novel rather than like a torn up novel that I have to like go hide like play hide and seek with to find. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um and like I said, I, I really like the Java team. Uh I don't it's like super fighting, fun. I don't like fighting against it right now. But I really like the team, so it's not a it's not a criticism of the kit design. It's kind of a criticism of where we are in the game, I guess you could say. Um, that that led us to this point. Well, yeah, it's like what what else do you expect though? Like how how are they gonna put all of his elements into his like? I mean that that sounds like so unreasonable of me saying that. Like how how are they gonna actually put all the things in his kit into his kit? Uh, right but but like a lot of this stuff is just reliant on other characters and stuff like like jabba has gives might in gac gives minus 30 potency to all opponents characters yeah. yep <laughs> just apply the omicron to chrysanthemum <laughs> <laughs> oh yes right and that's oh man omicrons we've gone down this rabbit hole before in my hatred of omicrons um we have but judging by our podcast questions today i'm not the only one that's there at this point um because that oh my god it's it's just so it's not just that you have to pick one game mode or the other it's that the teams have started to operate completely differently and so you have these you have these incredibly long kits that are built up, um, incredibly complicated kits, and at the same time, um, the teams operate differently, and so you have to completely play them differently between the two game modes, uh, which <laughs> it, which starts to get Bro really Karen. goddamn confusing. <laughs> Bro, Karen's cracking me up. He says, "You yeah. have your wish, Solo. Just put the Omicron onto Jin." <laughs> yeah, you know what the you know what the irony of that is. And actually, I mean, we won't even not even getting into that bug of how the best part of Jin's TW Omi carries over to GAC. The irony is, if you apply the Jin Omi, it can mess up one of the counters used in TW. <laughs> Go figure that. Um, so that's that's the one Omicron that it, you, you would think like, oh, man, this is great. I'm going to apply a TW one and it's going to carry over. And then you realize, oh, crap, that might actually hurt me in TW. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I mean, it's it's a it's actually a fairly silly uh, Omicron, if you really think about it. Like it gives your tanks the ability to not be crit, crit immunity. But right. then the only way that team does any damage at all is through exposes. Right, and that and that's why it hurts that counter, because I I can't get go into the details for TW reasons, but 
the um, Omicron actively hurts your counter in TW, um, but it helps you in GAC. Like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's weird, man. Uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm not going to play that one. I'm actually... Yeah. So I have an Omicron in hand right now, uh, and it's going to go on Phasma. As soon as I get the Phasma Datacron and I can't roll it, so uh, maybe I won't spend it on Territory Wars after all. Seems like... <laughs> Seems like nature is telling me I can't. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that that phasma theme, like I, I really enjoy it, but at the same time, God, do I hate it? Um, I, it's, <sighs> just because it negates Nord Vader or what? Well, just it negates everything, like everything that's not Jedi Master Kenobi. Who obviously stops the the turn meter gain, but like with the Omicron, if you make Phasma three hundred speed, she is outspeeding every team in the game, and not by a little bit. Um, so as long as you're up against somebody that has turn meter gain or that allows turn meter gain, like it, it's an I win button. Yeah, and it that's uh God, what a mess. Because um, uh, I was thinking about it. You know, we've complained about how CG was like, no, we can't have never-ending li- uh, never loops. And the past three sets, all they're doing is releasing never-ending loops. Yeah, I mean, but they'll just rebalance the game after they're, they've disappeared in four months, right? I mean, right. that's... I- that's their thing, except they're like, but then we'll just release another one that breaks it. So, and and you know, you know, like, I, I don't know, like, uh, all right. So, so with set two, set two came, uh, you could do the almost never ending loop with Jedi Luke, a Jedi Knight Luke and Jedi Master Luke, right? Like, you could just kind of bounce yeah. through it. You could kind of give them a pass. You're like, well, I, I could see maybe they didn't somehow didn't see that coming. Um, and then, I don't know, Set 3 didn't really have an endless loop, did it? Oh, uh, now I need to rem- remember what Set 3 was. <laughs> this is the Sith and the the band, oh. the, Mando- the Mandos. Um, it's not really a never-ending loop, but it's a never-ending loop of the character can't be killed. Right. But yeah, there, there was no real never-ending loop. Right, but th- but then we got Empire, and that's the most odd. Like Merciless Massacre, you you have to you have to balance if you're trying to balance. I guess I should say if you're trying to balance, you have to look at Merciless Massacre and how it in- in- interacts with things. Like that's right. That's the thing that's like the most potentially abusable thing, and and so they you know clearly they were like yeah that's fine like <laughs> let's let's just let the teams to have all the endless loop possible. Like there's a ton of turn meter gain. In the in Empire, and they, they don't care. And now, yeah. like the Phasma one is like, it's not even trying to hide the fact that it's trying for, for an endless loop. At least the cooldown reduction, it's like, oh, oops, you know, like they could kind of almost deny it. But this one is like, hey, what is Phasma good for? She's good for turn meter gain, and that's it. Right. So right. let's get, let's <laughs> just like double her turn, let's double the thing that she's good at and do endless loops. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. And, oh, man. And so this is the Phasma one is basically a TW Omicron all over again. 
Like it works in TW and to get it to work in GAC, you actually probably can, but it's not going to be easy to do. Like, you know, it's going to be, here's Hux and here's Fu constantly passing turns back to her. Like the Phasma Omicron, I think I'm using on like Ray or Jedi Master Luke right now, just for the stats. Um, in in GAC, like it's it's not a good one in GAC. Uh, the Vasma one, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I will say so. Like, yeah, we, we have this endless loop in territory wars, and I mean, I I care less about territory wars though. I I am gonna try to take advantage of this one at least, and try to push my guild into getting it as well. <laughs> actually, yeah. um. So I'm actively trying to get it, but I just can't, just can't fish, and I can't make myself push the forty refresh yet. I just, I'm just not doing <laughs> it. So, so we'll have to wait a few weeks. But um, uh, so I, I will say that beyond the Phasma one, well, I, I really like set five. Not not because of game breaking stuff. It's just because my whole roster is like parched for stats. Like I just want cool stats, and this is the set for that. Like all uh, all the stats. You want tenacity? You got some. You like and and you can have some like health steal too for some reason. You know and and potency and health and protect like all the things that you could want on a character. Um, you just have it's like mods uh, 3.0 or something. Uh, right. This is what Omicron should have been. <laughs> this is mm. this is exactly what Omicron should have been of huge boost to stats with you know a couple like the 15% turn meter one on level three is great, but it's not overpowered. Right. Um, no, I, I mean it, it's not real. Like other than, yeah, I mean it, it's just not it's not overpowered. Other than like the um, anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I, I think it's it's been it's been good. Like the the phasma one is is dumb, but <laughs> I guess we can forgive that. Uh, apparently, I don't know if we could forgive the set four endless loops. I feel like we can forgive the Phasma endless loop. And <laughs> I do like the comments who were like, the person who designed the set five Omis was the guy <laughs> who got tired of people putting them on defense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um it, it's this is it's just such a oh man. I'm I well, I'm still so pissed about uh Lord Vader. And just dealing with that crap that set five is like, this is fantastic. There's no Lord Vader here when secretly the Java crons are just as scary as Lord Vader. Just people haven't figured them out yet. Like there's not enough Jabba's out there for the masses to be worried about it yet. Yeah, I I couldn't believe. Uh, I mean, this threes, so it's different. But I beat Jabba for, uh, for 57 last night with Kenobi. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it's like the two counters are Kenobi and Supreme Leader Kylo for that team. Um, and EP Star Killer can work, and I stress the can. But if you're up against like the the uber relict ones, it's it's gonna be a fight. And 
there's a very good chance you lose it. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> it's been it's been an interesting um it's been an interesting week of GAC of just slogging through Jabba's and Lord Vader's and not really knowing like and Ray Ben's and Ray Ben Dash and all the weird stuff like yeah yeah it's just been like usually I'm like yeah okay I have an answer for that I I can do something and lately I'm just like I don't know I'm I'm gonna try to two shot and if that doesn't work I guess we have a bad day like I I don't know like what do you want from me right yeah it's um the I well I think now at this point Supreme Leader Kylo no matter what is just being saved for the back and he is my job counter. like that's that's just what it's gonna be um because it works um and that's that's all i got it works well and so i'll have i'll have the java counter there we go nailed it yep exactly that's i'm there guys i did it um you know and it's then i don't have to worry about using it on lord vader <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna one-shot lord vader but whatever the the stupid Lord Vader's I'm fighting, Supreme Leader Kylo doesn't work anyway. Yeah, I I think people have used Kylo on mine two times now, which uh, surprised me a little bit because. Well, so uh, yeah, the the Supreme Leader Kylos work. They like they work one hundred percent, and I've seen like our our friend Northern Borders Guild uses Supreme Leader Kylo to great effect every single time. The problem is, it's because they're not fighting ninety and a hundred percent Lord Vader Dodge Vaders. <laughs> oh yeah, where, where I am, and Supreme Leader Kylo does not work against that Lord Vader unless you give him a Kron that is, you know, like fifty five percent accuracy, uh, which I just don't have that many of those to go around. Yeah, I mean. I keep I I haven't I think I, the highest I faced was like a seventy or eighty percent dodge uh, on Lord Vader. Um, which <laughs> come down to my level where everyone's intentionally losing. That's where all the hundred and nineties are hanging out. <laughs> stupid. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's pretty stupid. I mean, I I face these guys with a hundred percent dodge and stuff. Uh, they they just put them on different squads. Apparently, I don't know. Right. And honestly, like seventy percent is still pretty scary. I just i i have I have a fifty percent uh, accuracy uh, cron for that I could put on Kylo, and then I put I do have an accuracy arrow on him as well. So yeah, I, I can get most of the way there. It's just um, people probably see that and be like, oh, let's just uh, he's gonna use Kylo anyways. Why don't, why don't we just? Why don't we just use something else? And I'm like, actually, I'm not going to use Kylo. I'm going to double tap you for fun. <laughs> Take that. Multi-shot. Uh, yeah. Planned double tap. <laughs> well, that, that I mean, that's basically what I'm doing on Lord Vader now. It's it's just plan the double shot and move on. 
Well, it's scary, man. I mean, that's what my alt has to do. So I, I use Kenobi and uh, to kill the ads, and then I kill, and then I use uh, bounty hunters. And if that doesn't work, then I'm screwed. I guess yeah. may, maybe Jedi Master Luke has a chance to finish off Lord Vader. I, I don't know. Alone, Lord Vader in threes. He Seems... does. He does. I, I can I can confirm that because my first match against the guy that had a hundred and two percent dodge Lord Vader, Supreme Leader Kylo died without without killing anyone. Um, then then Ray Ray Ben Dash got it down to just Lord Vader. Then Fennec lost, and then I was brought in JML and was able to clean it up. So JML does actually clean up alone, Lord Vader. Wow, yeah, that was oh. that was a fun round <laughs> <laughs> using three GLs on a Lord Vader. Uh, oh. oh, so it's a, so like it's just so pervasive. I mean. You know, and this is just talk at the top, of course. Like, well, the majority of people aren't facing these crazy dodge crons. Um, like, I found myself just surprisingly because I, I love the competition. I love the I love fighting at the top. Um, you know, I, I love being like outgunned and still trying to find a way to win. Like that. That's that's my thing. I love that. And I I found myself very surprised to be thinking, what if I just if I lose this last match, maybe I just lose the rest of the season. Maybe I just like take this season off and then maybe i even take like most of the next season off and I, I float to some really you know some somewhere in kyber one like in the outer reaches and then we have some kind of a fun challenge to see how high i can climb how quickly i can climb back to the top 50 or something yeah uh, which, which sounds fun like there's got to be some some amount of like people who are incredulous i mean that the hat this happens on both of our streams where people are like dude just use like this minimum counter and i'm like that doesn't work in my level idiot but, I, mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to say idiot but you know <laughs> um yeah no absolutely i there is a very good possibility since i i i didn't intentionally lose this week but i didn't try really hard to win either. Um, <laughs> Savitar says, yes, I did. Uh, maybe I did. The problem is the bastard stopped attacking. My opponents, two of my opponents literally said, nah, we can win this because you dropped battles. I'm going to get my points and get out. Like, you son of a bitch. Now I'm in the top 100 again where I didn't want to be. It's like they're shooting the moon or something in hearts. Yeah, <laughs> right. You, you assholes. This I I went up against this one guy, uh, and it was the last time we were in a pod where if you won two, you made the top one hundred, and the same guy both times attacked once. Like I went in, attacked, dropped a battle or two. He went in, attacked once, got his points, and was like, nope. I'm not doing it, <laughs> and intentionally lost. I was like, "You, you suck! God damn it!" <laughs> you mother. Yeah, I mean, uh, but but it's uh, it's kind of it would be fun to go up against these like to be able to show the world. I'm like, hey, look, I'm in. I'm like number, you know, like fifteen hundred or two thousand yeah. or something. And like, hey, look, this guy's the same roster size as me, but. He's failing on all my defenses because all my opponents aren't freaking ridiculously skilled and overpowered <laughs> in every corner. Like, yeah, 
you know, instead of just like getting one shot and, and having to one shot at a high stress level, it's just like, it would be nice if my friend zone just like sometimes held, you know, <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, like normal people, you know, like, I mean, even then it's, it's different because people, people see our names and that they're like, Oh, it's a streamer. Um, I gotta play. I gotta play hard, and I gotta ask all my friends for advice. And we're gonna stream it, and we're gonna watch his stream first. I mean, it's not always how it is, but like, but I, sometimes I find myself just a tiny bit bitter. And this is just hashtag like streamer problems or whatever. But like, uh, you know, first world, like, I never get a night off. People, people who have actively been tanking, they're like, I don't want to play three v three. I don't want to do this. I don't want to play five v five. I'm just sick of GAC. But I like happened to cross them along, along their path of bitterness. <laughs> they're they're like, oh, I'm facing Zareth. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my A game and change everything up. Sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, I um, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't care. Um. Not not about you, but like I just don't care about streaming anymore. Like it's gotten to the point where I open up the board and I'm like, yeah, nope, not doing it tonight. Just not gonna be watched. Um, fail miserably. So we're just, we're just not trying tonight. And you know what? It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> it sucks because streaming is actually probably my favorite part of this game. Um. Uh, but man, it's it's nice to just be like, no, you know, I CG has made this unfun. I'm I'm not gonna give in. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be or lose uh stress levels because of this game. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair too. Um I, I don't wanna I don't wanna stress out. I don't want um I don't want you to be stressed out. I don't want any you know, I at the same time, I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I just like to get on there and give it the old college try, and then we get the best part of my stream, which is my alt. So, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I and you know what, I, it sucks that I don't want to play anymore, but it's like, it's just I'm not having fun in this meta. It's, it's so just depressing oh, the the current meta it's just it's not enjoyable to me like oh here you go every every team on this front bottom has at least 50 percent dodge like go have fun no no i'm i'm just not <laughs> nobody has had fun with dodge god damn it everybody even the people that have the 100 dodge grounds like it i know a couple people that have a few of them and they're like we hate these, but if it's, you know, keeping up with the Joneses of if we don't have them, our opponents are going to. And so it's like CG has built, I mean, it's it's an excellent making money tool for CG because the amount of rerolls we had was just substantial, you know? They probably made double this set than they made any other set that they've ever released. Uh, probably. I mean, because every team would love a 100% Dodge Cron. Right. Um, I, I, well, I'd take, if someone wanted to just hand them to me, they're like, here, we have 20, yeah. we have 20 100% Dodge Crons. I'd be like, um, make it 21. 
<laughs> right. <It's a> <laughs> Offense and defense both want him. Um, yeah, it, it was just funny because the other day uh, on my alts, I was facing a Lord Vader team and uh, my guys were missing. I was like, wait, what? And I checked. I was like, oh, he has 40% dodge. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, I just said, no, I, yeah, I was like, oh, there's <laughs> oh. Do- there's dodge at this level. Like, pe- people at le- people at Kyber 2 who are like, yeah, the dodge crons just sucks. This is terrible. I'm like, I don't believe you. Well, so that's, we've, I've seen a lot of that, of people just, just dropping. Like, just, A, part of it's 3v3. Like, there's some people that just always drop during 3v3 and then climb during 5v5, because that's the game mode that they enjoy. Then you add the current Datacron set, and people are just like, I mean, dropping like rocks down the standings. I, I talked to a few people in Kyber 2, and like, yeah, we we fought two guys from Caw Patrol, or two guys from Moth. We're we're in Kyber 2 right now. And you're like, oh, oh, you, that, that nice 11.4 million account of actually competitive players that just dropped? That sucks. Yeah, I mean, my, my alt is, is finding it more and more difficult to stay in Kyber 2 now. Um, you know, I got into Kyber 1 for a while there, and then I got out, and then I got into Kyber 1 for even longer, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll stick at some point. And now, after a couple squishes and a fairly unproductive 5v5 season, um, you know, going 4 and 5 will do that to you. Uh, or maybe it was 5 and five, whatever it was. Um, I, I'm, you know, like that, and the skill squishes are so big. Like we have, there's numbers that back it up that they're actually yep. squishing people out of Kyber One, and it's not just Kyber One though. They're squishing people out of Kyber Two as well. And my alt is just like, uh, like nobody has just like two or three uh, Galactic Legends where I'm at. Like everywhere I look, it's it's four or plus, and almost always five or six. Right. Like all, almost always. So. Uh, and, and a lot of those come from from Kyber One. People are just getting squished out of it, and they're like, "Well, I guess Kyber Two's here. I'll still play GAC though." And I'm like, "Well, that sucks." <laughs> please, please don't when you're facing me. Just, just forfeit. I need the crystals. It's my alt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's so. That's that's the worst part of all of this, right? Is taking like everybody wanted squad arena gone um i would gladly take squad arena back right now than have crystals and gac and because like i'm still doing well in gac despite not trying very hard but like there's a lot of people that are running into these dropping accounts they're just like i should never be facing these people I have no chance. Like, here's my crystals. There you go. <laughs> Just goodbye. It was nice knowing you. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I guess the the one thing that I've thought of a few times here is like I, I tend to just like refuse to I'm like, okay, well, you're making my life miserable, but I'm not gonna just lose to you because of that. Like I'll I'll 
I'll jump in swinging. I, I don't even care. I'm just, I, you know, that's that's just my that's just my approach to everything. I think I'm just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just let this. But at the same time, like there's a certain amount of me who just mentally bows to some of these guys and just is like, well, you're paying the bills for this game. Like you just spent like how many thousands on Datacrons? Like not not like shade at them. They want to spend money on what they want. That's fine. If Datacrons is what you want to spend your thousands on, that's fine. Um. I, I don't want to do that, but if you want to do that and you want to pay, like, and, and I still have the opportunity to beat him. Like, one of these guys uh, I, I faced this week, he he won my group, but, um, uh, you know, I lost to, I lost by five, you know. It was, like, a winnable match, apparently. I, I went in thinking, like, I was just screwed regardless, but... Um, but, but that's yeah. your 10.5 million GP main account. <laughs> that's not, that's not, like, random sure. 7 million guy in the oh, bottom yeah. end of Kyber 1. Um, oh, yeah, there's not many 7 millions in Kyber 1, but right. a, a couple of them, but yeah. Um, I mean, you're right that, that there's yeah, so, some there are some matches that are like, wow, I can't believe this is happening at all. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's going to be an interesting thing. Like, what are they doing with the squish? I wonder. Uh, you know, my non tinfoil hat wearing thing was they they basically said at the start right that Kyber One is supposed to be a certain percentage of the active player base, and if they lost forty thousand players, you're going to lose a large section of Kyber One. Because percentage-wise, you you have to cull out like the extra percentage. Hmm. I wonder. Because if you look at the numbers, you you had the chart somewhere when you did the video, and I don't remember where it was, but there was like a little over three thousand um, people in Kyber One at the last time, and there are what three hundred and seventy thousand active players. It's almost like. There's Kyber one is 10% of no 1%. Sorry, not 10% is 1% of the active player base. So when it dropped from 410,000 to 370,000, you were going to see, you're going to see a shift in Kyber one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, that, that could very well be, we'd have to look at the numbers obviously, but um yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's anything like they're trying to screw more people out of crystals or anything like that. Like the shift no, from I'm... from two to one, one to two is not not much. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think that it's like an evil empire thing. I think it's just, hey, we want a certain percentage of people in Kyber one. <laughs> the active player base dropped, so Kyber one's going to shrink. Right. I mean that that could very well be right? like hopefully that's all it is. Um, or they had some kind of weird thing where too many people got into Kyber One in the first place. And well, yeah, I I do I do think it's that as well because if you remember how big Kyber One was at the start, it was like ten thousand people. Yeah, there were a lot of people in Kyber One, and I I mean 
So this is like a minor tinfoil hat. Like, how much do you think? Like, maybe they just wanted people to buy into the new system, so they're like, "Hey, like, <laughs> let's get as many of the like." Well, because the the bigger accounts are tend tend to be like the more active, more into the game player base, and so they're right. like, "Hey, look, uh, all these active players, you're you're hey, you're the best. You're in Kyber One. Like, this is amazing, right? Like, this is a paradise." And then they're like. <laughs> They're like, all right, start scooting them out slowly. They won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I actually that would not. That's not. I don't even think that's tinfoil hat. I think that's good business. Of, uh, I mean, it's it seems like good business. Yeah, I, I said that. Right. I'm like, that actually makes a ton of sense. Why, why wouldn't right. they? Why wouldn't they do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, nope, nope. You're sorry, Sarah. That's not. That's not a conspiracy you're starting. You're just. You're just correct. <laughs> uh, damn it all. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I I mean, I don't know. We're we're gonna see. I, I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, I there are a lot of people, a lot more people that just don't seem as happy about GAC right now. Because I'm I'm in you know a couple of the high level guild chats and. It's those players that are saying, I'm really not happy in GAC right now. So it's those players that are dropping. And then we see we see comments in chat or on our Discord all the time of like, what the hell am I supposed to do against this guy? Um, so they're dropping and that's making it less enjoyable for the average player. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see. Like there's there's a reason other games do uh you know ranking resets it, it might not be a bad idea to do that in this yeah i mean yeah i you're probably right so one thing i i will never relate to like the average uh just uh gac player or whatever player in general like i i just i the most fun I have is when I have like, I have a crazy challenge. Like my alt is so fun facing all these huge accounts. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a ton of fun to me, like just to, to just continuously just like alt shame them kind of, you know, just like, yeah. Hey, you can't even beat my two GL alt. Like, you know, haha, look how awesome I am. Um, you know, and my main account, similar things. It's just like, hey, look, look at all these relics that you bought for yourself. Like, I can still beat you, kind of thing. Um, and and I always want that that extra challenge. And what I'm discovering, and this isn't any like indictment on the majority of player base, is like, majority of people don't always just want to like get up for these crazy fights. Like a lot of people <laughs> just want like they want what they think what they consider to be fair. And I a lot of times I actually like take exception to what people think is fair because i'm like that's uh you know like my four-year-old doesn't understand what fairness is like he understands the concept but he's like yeah he wants it tilted in his favor and i tend to think a lot of people like that as well and they don't even see it but one way or another i think people like that the idea of a fair match and i just i'm like that's boring like i went 10 and 2 or better for for like how like 20 seasons in a row yeah you know I mean, because of that like it was just like whatever but that that system wasn't necessarily fair either uh and i i'm not saying i have the perfect answer right but when a 10 million account can face a 3 million account 
it's not fair. Even if that 10 million account is just like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to drop. Like that's still not enjoyable to play somebody that doesn't want to play. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fair. I, all I'm saying is um, the current system, I, I just have a hard time relating. People are like, yeah, I don't want to play these guys who have huge accounts. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I mean, most, most people basically say like, and I, and I'm with them a little bit. Like they don't want to spend two hours per day. On sure. The sure. I, I, I think they're being reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm just I, I can't relate because I'm not reasonable about it. Like I'm, <laughs> I try to be reasonable. I'm not about this specific thing, at least. Yeah, it's um, and you know what the the irony is? Like we're playing Snap now, and I spend just as much time on Snap, but it doesn't feel like I have to. And I think that's the difference. And I think that's why people are feeling so much burnout. It's like. You have to spend two hours in Galaxy of Heroes every single day, or you're gonna fall behind. Like you're not gonna do the the territory. You won't do the territory battle, so your guild's gonna kick you. You're not com- doing the GAC battle or the TW battle or the you know whatever it is. Like if you are not in game for at least an hour a day, you're falling behind. In other games, it's like all right, you didn't play today. Like, you missed the daily bonus or whatever it is, but that's cool. You can make it up tomorrow. And so I think a lot of the feelings we're getting is because the game, the time in game is a lot more important now than it might have been, like, four hours or four years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, you're right about that, too. Yeah, I, I and I don't I don't know the answer. Like I was sitting there earlier today, actually, just contemplating how much I hated life because of my GAC round last night that I won because my guy just decided not to attack. Um, and I was like, you know, as I sit here, what what can they do to make me enjoy this game more? Um, and I was like. I don't know what they could do. Like, slow down the character releases would be a start. Stop stop with this Conquest Datacron farming. Like, last week, I fell asleep while trying to do Conquest, because Conquest takes a solid 50 minutes. I fell asleep every single night trying to do Conquest. Like, they're literally keeping me up at night just so I can keep up with the people that we're fighting against. Um, you know, take out dodge, like so many, I feel like so many of the choices they've made in the past year are just making me miserable at times. Like I, I don't even mind conquest. Like I'm, I'm done with like the feats. I I think I finished the feats in seven days and then it's like, I'm just sitting there at midnight doing 42 conquest battles which means it taking at least 42 minutes to do 42 battles and just to get like these random drops and i'm like god this is this is miserable like it's not fun it's not it's Mm -hmm. not mentally engaging it's not 
No. It's not even physically engaging. I go into battle and hit auto with a GL on a treasure note. Like, it's not even physically engaging. It's just... Awful. Yeah, keep the screen open. Keep the screen open. Um, I think I lost, like, four different uh, treasure note fights just because I timed out because I forgot to hit auto. Oh, I've, I've definitely done that before. 100%. Yeah, I'm like, how did I lose? Oh, I didn't auto. Damn it all. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I mean, that, and that's, that. I think you hit the nail on the head right there. Like, it, it's just like, it never, ever stops. Like, I actually, honestly, I don't, I secretly don't mind Conquest that much. Uh, like, I, I don't mind trying to plan around, like, all the different things and trying to figure it out. And I bludgeon my way through, but, you know, I joke that I just, like, don't want to, I don't care, so I just bludgeon. But, like, right. I'm, pre- I'm pretty efficient. Like, I, I get some enjoyment out of the planning of it, actually. Like, don't let Sarah hear this, but, but like, I actually do enjoy <laughs> Conquest a little bit yep. uh, on some levels. Uh, the, the problem is, when it's over, it's not over. It's, I have to farm six refreshes yeah. so that i can keep up with you bastards right like eight months ago i would finish conquest in a week and then i would get three off so i didn't necessarily like conquest but i was right. i finished it early and then i was done and it's like okay I, I i lived through that pain i have three weeks off now it's like i have to go literally this morning i was like man i have some more energy i need like 150k more credits to roll this last cron up one more level let's do two more battles this morning it's like oh well well so it's like it's energizing when you have enough uh, of the data cache and then you're just farming mats because you're like yeah the gains are coming quick i'm getting new stuff new stats new all this and then when you run out of data cache it just becomes this tedious just awful thing like you can't you're like oh my gosh like how many refreshes do i need to even just right. get one more yep. level nine like yeah when you do the math it hurts your brain and you question your existence and you keep doing it and it's just like honestly this last week i only did three refreshes uh on those i, I couldn't make myself do the hundreds uh, once i hit red crate i was just like nope I'm done. Like the, I'll I'll do a little bit, uh, you know, for for a competitive player. This is like right. the minimum, and that's it. Like that that's what I can give because I'm I'm done. I can't I can't make myself do the crazy number of fights anymore. Like I, I'm just uh, and I, I want I want interesting fights. Like right. <laughs> I, I'm just you know give me a sim battle or button. And I'll spend the same number of crystals, CG, I promise. Like, I, I really will. And so oh, so yeah. will most people. Like, give a red crate, and then we can we can hit auto. Uh, not, not just auto, but sim. Then that solves right. a huge amount of my burnout. But I'm, I'm just like, I'm so tired of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Savitar. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, yeah, no. If they... And it's it could be very easy to do of... Uh, you go into like the the character select screen. You pick the team. You click like the the, the automatic win button. It reduces that team by ten percent stamina. It gives you the rewards, and then you just hit it a couple more times until the stamina is where you want. Then you switch out teams. Like they can do it. It's it's probably not even that difficult to do 
because they all already have like a sim button in the game. They already have squad loadouts in the game. Like just let me pick my squad after I three star a node because I'm fine with them making it after red crate. I'm fine with them making it so you have to three star the node first, like earn it. And then you, if they could drop my conquest time down to 10 minutes, I probably wouldn't feel burnout. Like I, I legitimately, this conquest changed my payout times just so I could start my daily conquest grind earlier. So I wasn't going to bed at one thirty in the morning just to do conquest. Uh, well, so, okay. So uh, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It It is like, you're, you're changing your sleep cycle. I'm, I'm falling asleep right. to it. Like I, I had to go around one day uh, recently, like just like you said, I was playing. I was trying to grind the last uh, thing, and I, I fell asleep. Yep. And I had to, I had to go around the whole day with a thirty-two percent charge on my phone because I didn't charge. My phone wasn't plugged in, and I fell asleep with it. <laughs> right. Yep. You know. Uh, so here, here's the shift for me, and I hate that this is how this is the result of this. Uh, that this this is something utterly loathsome to me. And something that CG needs to seriously look at, in my opinion. It's I've gone from excitement about the new territory battle to thinking I only get one week off every cycle. Oh yeah. Like my dark side territory battle, like don't take that away from me. I need it. Like yep. give me one week of nothing <laughs> to do. Right. I finished Dark Side Territory Palace in like 10 minutes today. Like the round opened, I filled my platoons, I did my battles on auto, all five of them, and I was like, cool, I'm done for the next 36 hours. <laughs> that's oh my god, that's so nice. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's it's super it's wonderful so good. At like like this week feels like such a relief and i've been discovering that i'm like have this dread of the new territory battle because it, like if it's like 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 say territory battle right now still takes me a lot of time to do even if i'm not switching oh, mods yeah. even if i'm not switching mods it still takes a long time and the new one is just gonna take more time there's no way it takes less time that that would shock the hell out of me right I yeah, I don't find light side territory battle challenging at all right now. They're like there's no challenge to it in my mind. Um I haven't gotten under 72 waves in probably well over a year at this point. And it still takes 45 minutes every time <laughs> because the battles are so damn long. Um yeah, I do the I do the CLS one. I'm like, oh, they're all going to yep. be this fast, right? And then it's like, no, that was the one fast one. Yeah, and I don't even do the CLS one because I donate him. So I use Mon Mothma instead. That that's not fast. Uh, that <laughs> is, there's nothing fast about that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, and we're gonna have to swap mods around for the new one, and and it's like if I have to do that two times, like every other week. I don't know. Like, and I have to do conquest. Like, something's got to give. Like, maybe I'll just move to a super casual guild and I just won't do territory battles, but I won't because if I do that, then I'll just quit the game because I'm not right. casual. I'm not a casual player. If, if I play a game casually, I will eventually just quit. Like, I'm not built to play casually. Right. And if I play a game casually, it's legitimately like, all right, I, dr I drop in on it, I play it for four hours, and then two weeks later, I'll come right. back to it. 
right like it's not certainly not something i'm gonna like run a discord server about or you know like right, right. stream during uh, or about you know it's like hey look i i'm back guys you haven't like pulled the disappearing act everyone's like oh that's cool so to see him but what do you think about this new character i'm like new what yeah yeah exactly um and that that's kind of it's funny i talked to somebody else about this today too and it's like both of us were started 3v3 and we're like ah eh, whatever the results are like i don't care and then i'm sitting there getting pissed when i'm losing i'm like an hour and a half ago i almost did just one battle and took the loss and now now i'm sitting here cursing because i think i'm losing um I don't have I don't have the casual button in me. Like I start the attacks, I'm doing the attacks. Um, right. Unfortunately, and so it, when this TB comes out, I'm going to try and do the, um, you know, I'm going to try and do max waves on the TB because competitive nature in me says do it, and obviously I'm. I mean, a fantastic guild that we we're gonna want high rewards, and they're gonna motivate. Like the rewards are, for the TV are gonna motivate us to want high rewards, and it all just sounds very exhausting. Uh, I haven't I haven't done the math, but I think like TB comes up during Christmas too, doesn't it? Because it's it's the week of the eleventh through the eleventh uh, through the seventeenth. Actually, so it would be the 12th through the 17th. So it's Boxing Day. So the 26th through the 31st. So New Year's Eve, we're going to be sitting here trying to trying to take out one of the new TB zones. And that's just going to be miserable. I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't, I, like, I, I don't know what to do. Like... The, the thing that kills me is CG is like, oh man, like that every once in a while they'll come out with a post, they'll be like, we really respect the time people spend. Like that, you know, like crumbs, like, right. oh man, I, I remember he gave that that interview with uh, Escape Podcast. And uh, one of the things they were asking about was like, uh, datacrons make it tough for territory war officers, which, you know, like territory war officers already have the worst job in the whole world, as far yes. as I'm concerned. Like that's, that that that's just the miserable most miserable thing and uh, so yeah i agree datacrons make it even worse and uh so you know they're like hey what what about like it was a good question why don't you uh like can you do something for the territory war officers and crumbs like oh sure yeah that would be great <laughs> they, they do a lot of hard work we really want to yeah. make sure that they get you know that it's easier for them but they don't back that up. They don't show that. They don't. I so I take exception when people are like, "There's never been a good update." Because there's been great updates to this game. Yeah. There's been a ton of them. The thing that I do agree with is they've never had an update that saved me time. Really, that like at least <laughs> right. maybe maybe like some here and there. But like I spend way more time on this game right now than I ever did. Yeah, uh, if they give you a time saving uh, thing they replace it with a new time sink. Right. Well, well exactly. So you're like, oh, hey, look at all this spare time I have. And then the next thing they're like, update. They're like, hey, surprise. Right. Like, F congrats, your time. Congrats. The assault battles are now simmable. Uh, 
but here's this pit raid that your entire guild has to be online for at the same exact time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that the what when I stopped, like I, I know that you were frustrated when they changed the rewards to the pit raid, and and I get that, and and I was just like, well, thank God, because I I couldn't spend the time. I could not spend <laughs> the time. But what am I doing? I'm spending the time on Cron Quest. Yes. Right. Um. So, I smart fool me. I found the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's and I on I haven't actually hit the raid but for going in once and hitting auto um yep i'll do that when that i'm day. yep i'll go in and hit I'll, I'll hit the auto button a couple times just to make sure i'm not in the like loser 10 yeah you know top 40 for the win right and so you know what the worst part about these new crons are for actual competitive tw people it's my god the remods that you have to do it's like now that right now that lord vader or not lord vader darth vader and tarkin can you know just cheese the hell out of everything it's like now you have to just load up with tenacity on everything so it's like every what every two months it's like a full roster remod too you know it's like how you said that you you put this accuracy arrow on supreme leader kylo now mm -hmm. you need 50 people to put the accuracy arrow on supreme leader kylo or you need 50 percent or 50 people with java to have tenacity over 170 percent or whatever you know his tenacity is or like hey this star killer team gets soloed by darth vader too so now you need to come up with two more 150 percent um tenacity sets and it's like these data crowns are just it's so much extra weak like so or so much extra work it's just so much extra oh all it is and i mean it's funny like what would the game look like right now if hot utils didn't exist i would not be in a competitive guild yeah it, it would be impossible like i i I cringe because I, I remember I was talking to you about it and I, I was like, oh, hey, you have, why don't you buy that mod? Like we were looking at your game or something. I was like, why don't yeah. you buy that mod or, you know, spend some, and, and you're like, oh, well, that money doesn't actually, the this credits don't exist because I have to spend all that money on remods for, uh, you know, for territory wars, <laughs> uh, you know, like swapping back and forth between territory wars and GAC. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I got, I don't even know. I'm at a loss. It's like, what? They want us to spend so much time, so much time on this game, and I, I, I just can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and I think that's that. Welcome to the state of Galaxy of Heroes. Um, because it's been building. Like it, it has. They didn't do it all at once. It, it's been building for like six months. Yeah, and it's like 3v3, especially at the highest levels, could really, really use another expansion. And like, just, just in terms of balance, just in, because I, I always, I'm like, I, I don't know. You, you, I guess you could put a pretty tough defense down, but like, that's, that's not really the best strategy, anyways. And, um, whatever, like, it could, it could use another five teams, frankly, I think. Um, yeah. 
uh, just from a balance standpoint. But I I hope to God they never ever do that because I don't have the time. <laughs> oh my God! If they add more teams, like I completely agree that it's probably needed at this point. Fully, fully agree with that. I don't want to do five more battles. <laughs> no, I mean, that's that's a lot, man. Not to mention uh, making sure you have five more teams for defense that are modded the right way and ready. And I mean, that that's just more expenditure for you for credits. Right. And our credit income really isn't improving. It isn't really increasing. I guess we'd get a few more credits if they increased the number of battles because we'd get more credits per battle. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, God, I, I go into every battle now in GAC and I'm like, oh, I have so many teams left at the end. And then I look at my defense, my defense isn't even that weak. Like it's gotten multiple holds every single fight. And, you know, it's like three GLs on defense plus gas and Malgus and, well, in 5v5, Starkiller was there, and it's like, and I still have so much left over on offense. <laughs> so that's generally the sign of, hey, let's let's expand this. But at the same time, God, please don't expand this. <laughs> right. Like I, I can use a GL or Starkiller on, uh, you know, more than half of the teams that my opponent right. places if I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, but I it's just, it's just like I, when they expanded GAC the first time, I was like, best update ever. Really needed this. We really need yep. it, and we and we did. We did. We needed it. That was that was like seven teams. Not enough. Not enough at all. Um, right. And now, uh, you know, it would be a fun update. Would be to just like sometimes not have fleets because. Because uh, fleets are a bag of dicks right now. <laughs> yes. Yes, That's there's no better word for it. Or f- phrasing, I guess, for it. They are a complete bag of dicks. Um, just yeah. wait for the Datacrons to come for them. I, that That's coming in the new year. Just, just wait. Fleets are... There's going to be a fleet one. <laughs> don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> I I, uh, I don't know. I'm like I like Datacrons in general, but uh, you know, I, at least I like the the idea of Datacrons. I don't like the grind of Datacrons. I don't like what it's doing to the community. Right on a personal level, if I could just be handed all the Datacrons I want, I'd be like, thank you. That was this is fun. This is enjoyable. I I will go enjoy these. Um, I'll even endure the dodge meta for you know, like I'll, I'll be okay overall. Like I like them even despite dodge and i don't want that on ships so maybe i don't actually like datacrons maybe i just think i do i'm just find myself like when you said that like there was some part of me that was like mm. like my four-year-old nest was just like no mm-mm, no 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 i will not yeah yeah, yeah. i got Oh man, fleet data crunch had jumped out window. Um gosh. Um yeah, don't 
yeah. I hate you for saying that. Uh, so okay, let, let's let's t- turn it to maybe I don't know if it's more positive, but okay, so it's about fleets, but it's it's something. All right, so they're revitalizing fleets like slowly over time, and yeah. maybe maybe we get rid five for uh, home one at some point. Maybe we don't. Let's not talk about the troll and the meat bag <laughs> and all of that. Um, but. Uh, they're kind of, in a way, revitalizing the Turkin fleet right now. Like, but they got the Grand Inquisitor ship, and you know whether it makes the Turkin fleet amazing or not. Like, they're, they're at least like specifically targeting a fleet that traditionally has not really been used that much. Like most people with Empire, a lot of times are still using Chimera. Uh, I mean, one way or another, now we're gonna have two mostly viable fleets, uh, Empire fleets. Um, the question is, what are they gonna do? I, I think at some point they're gonna do this for endurance too. Probably they should because endurance isn't used. <laughs> my pro- so my no. problem with this is the Tarkin fleet, like Tarkin, is used right because if you're countering profundity with Empire, you're not using Chimera. Um, so at the top end, like true, it's not, and maybe it does help with profundity. Like there's a legit theory out there that it might. Um, but it's not necessarily actually going to give us two fleets. Like, maybe it can. Um, but the I think it's going to become like the Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke situation where they're like, hey, we're going to give you a whole second or fourth Jedi team here. Congratulations. And then it's like, no, 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 no. That's cool. We're just going to have a super team. And I think that's probably what we're going to end up having unless you cheese fleets um i mean i think you're right i I guess the thing is i think i think cg just doesn't acknowledge the the current meta in fleets really i don't think they know the current meta in fleets (laughs) all right right i I just think that they're just like well you know everyone's using chimera and my guess is that the greater preponderance of people, like a, a huge amount of people use Chimera and not Tarkin, not Executrix. That Because I, I know I've been on a few boards where I've like introduced the idea of Executrix and they're like, why would you ever use that instead of Chimera? Like, it's just like... Executrix is so much better. Ugh. Well, I mean, Chimera has a lot of like more obvious things though. It's like, well, you have recovery. You right. know, like you, you can actually get... Um, you know, you can heal your ships. You can you can actually heal one of the ships all the way. You have an annihilate ability. Um, you know, like there's there's some really cool stuff uh, about the Chimera that are more obvious. And I think the I, I think you're right that inter, Executrix is better. Probably I've it's still sort of hard for me to accept. And I think that for other people, they're like Executrix seriously. Like even competitive players that I know are like, I don't want to do that. So. My guess is that CG's like, hey, we're going to make Executrix good. And the com- competitive community is like, um, well, we already use Executrix to yeah. counter things. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's definitely the case. Like, I have, I have always liked Executrix better. I think it's more subtle in what it does, but it is much like you talk about turn reader loops and executrix is just so fast and gets out and gives your team so many turns and my god do they hit hard um that i've always liked the executrix better like if i have the option 
there are some negotiator comps where Chimera is better. Um, but if if it's a toss up between Executrix and Chimera, I will use Executrix every single time. Of course, the problem is the Executrix Ultimate is a joke. <laughs> I mean, it's it's saved me a couple times, but yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it looks cool. It does. It does. Um, You're right, though. It's not. I mean, in the day and age of, I mean, it's just escalating uh, ultimates. But what's funny to me is, uh, like, finalizers. Like, wait, you guys have ultimates? <laughs> yeah, right. Though finalizers, quote unquote, ultimate is probably the best, best one out there. Um, you know, the Hound's Tooth ain't gaining turn meter. Well, it, maneuver. it shuts down the best tank. Yeah. So that's, you're right. Yeah. That, you're right that that's good. Um, I mean, it's just funny because everyone else at least has some kind of like half hearted attempt at a, like, even Mace is like, hey, you guys can stay around, stay alive for a little longer if we actually even get to an ult. <laughs> right. That's like the holy uh, crap, we got to an ult ability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No joke. Um, God, Mace. I so I will always hold a a place in my heart for Mace because he was like my original fleet way back in the day. Way back in the day, the Mace Target Lock team. Um so I'll always hold a place in my heart for Mace, but my god, is that not a good ship? <laughs> yeah, I mean I I use him. Uh, I use him for burners from my alt for sure. Like that's pretty sure. good. Sure, that's that's what he is. Um, he is he is a burner. Um, <laughs> well, uh, not, which CG has been slowly trying to redeem a lot of different bad outcast things, and I think that Executrix falls into that category. Even though the there's a lot of people who started to use Executrix. Um, I think Chimera is more widely used with Empire. And now, so it's so redeeming that. And I think Home One is going to eventually get a redemption story as well, probably, if we, if the trolls uh, trolling is accurate. Um, and then, I mean, Endurance is the odd man out in that case. Right. Yeah, Endurance... They should. I mean, they should give it something. The problem is, what ships are going to go with him at this point? Like, mm. you know, the the backup Galactic Republic ships. It's like, all right, here's Jedi Consular. Uh, yeah, we can give up yeah. Clone Sergeant for you. Uh, yeah. Oh, we we have Rex. You yeah. can have Rex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Landino's Falcon can can get the honorary tag. I'm sure they that would work. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um so it's I do I do I would love viable, you know, fleets. Like ever I would love every fleet to be viable. And they don't have to be the quote unquote GL killers, but you know, this is why when Red Five comes, it should be resistance red five. Uh because Radis <laughs> Radis does great in a mirror. And then loses to home one currently <laughs> without Falcon. Yeah. So resistance red five, bring it on. We need it. Maybe they'll release. Why not both? Why not just release red five both? 
Like, make us choose which farm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I can just imagine the nerd rage if Resistance Red 5 comes out. <laughs> I mean, that's not going to happen. Especially, make make a Galactic Legend a pilot. Do it. Do it, CG. Like, I dare you. Holy balls. But Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I would oh, love, man. I would love every second of it if they did that. Just all the outrage because so many people just say "screw you" to Ray, and I would love, I would just love to see Galactic Legend Ray as as a pilot. Yeah, I would, uh, I would laugh forever. I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, some things are just too ridiculous. I mean. Whatever they they're not gonna do it, but that would I be mean, funny. Ray Ray by the time Red Five even has a potential of coming out, Ray will have been out for three years. Jeez, it's funny because some people still say that the Galactic Legends ruined the game. Right, it's three years later, um, and people still refuse to farm her, like. It's been three years, folks. It's been three years. Now, if you say you're not farming her because of what we talked about at the beginning where you can't catch up, that is that is a completely different story. Um, right. right. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but it's still hard to justify. Like, what what should I do on my alt? Like, I, I can't farm Ray, even though I've been, like... Ben doesn't yeah. move the needle enough, it turns out, unfortunately. He, he doesn't. I've gotten a lot of use out of him, but he doesn't turn the needle. I agree with that. Um, Damn it all, Ben. He, he, you know what? And this is, one. it's CG. We've talked about on this podcast before how awful they are at marketing their own characters. Like, they released him at the wrong time. The entire game is using Ray Dash as a team, and they're like, Hey, let's add this uh, add this booster for this Ray team, and everyone's looking around like Ray already has two boosters right now in Arena. She's got Cat and Dash. Like Ben were ne- was never going to step in and replace Cat or Dash. I keep forgetting to upgrade him. He's Relic Five, and I haven't used him in GAC <laughs> yet. He just sits uh, there. I mean, I'm I'm using him. Um, oh, that's kind of you. That's yeah, charitable. That that's how I'm two shotting the the hundred percent dodge Lord Vader's is I use Ray Ben Dash, get the sides down, and then I can fennec it. Um but like the CG just <laughs> and I think I think it was Ro Karen actually in chat in uh our Discord server was like they have the we already have we already have Ray's lifter unit. Her name is Cat. Um, yeah, and that that's kind of the problem with Ben, right? Every every conquest unit has to live up to Cat because the first one was Razor Crest, which is a ship, and a lot of people don't care about ships. But on the Executor fleet, Razor Crest is pretty damn good. Uh, Right, then, like so, all, all the other starters shift around, and Razor Crest never changes. It's the right. one constant every right. time starter. Uh, but then the second conquest comes around, and Cat is there, and so she's no. the first real conquest unit. And 
they screwed her up so bad because she is so overpowered that every conquest unit that's come out since her has been like, yeah, they're good, but uh, they're not cat. They're not cat. Oh, I mean, she she's the best character in the game in a lot of ways. Like, I, I realize the Galactic Legends are objectively better than her, but I mean, yeah. The way she elevates a team, and she's not a leader. That's the thing that's crazy to me is it's non-leadership amazingness. Right. Like she, she is just yeah, completely off off her rocker, amazing. And and yeah, like she, I, I mean, I've I've seen convincing attempts to use her in on like all the teams, even Jedi Master Luke. Like she's. Yep. You know, you take her off of Jedi Master Kenobi, and that's probably an issue, uh, you know, a lot of times. But put her on Padme, and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do with against that. Like, that, that's suddenly yeah. a, an A-plus-ish team. <laughs> Maybe A-minus. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh. But yeah, like, she she just elevates everyone to such a high degree. It's um, And you have Ben, he's like, hey, I... Sometimes I get a turn and I hit underneath uh, protection. <laughs> That's cool, uh, man. That's nice. Yeah, I, I, I do think in what in a month and a half we're gonna start to see a lot more fun uses of Ben, but he just he can't compete with Dash right now. Cannot compete with Dash. No. Oh, I mean, yeah, you can't. I haven't been putting Dash with Ray, but but yeah, I mean, Dash Dash is just really good with Ray. I will say, uh, Dash actually got me a win last night. Like Dash with Ray and Ben, um, Dash got Sith Eternal his ult. Like he's like he has his old Datacron back. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it was just like nothing. It was just like oh shoot, I have the ult and. Ray happened to hit herself. Um, she did her lifeblood right as, uh, like she turned into yellow right at right before Sith Eternal's big hit, and she was able to just fry Ben and Dash at the same time. <laughs> or Sith Eternal, I was like, oh, uh, thank you, Cat, or whatever your name is. Whatever. <laughs> Ray. Yeah, yeah. that's wonderful. But yeah, I mean, Dash, Dash is Dash is the Ray lifter unit right now. I think. Yeah. It, well, in five v five. I would I would argue that Ray Dash Cat is a stronger defense team than Lord Vader is right now. It is certainly much harder to cheese. Like you're you're not gonna use Tarkin or any of them. Um so I, I think Ray Dash Cat scares me a lot more, especially if they have uh Vandor L3 in the team. That team scares me a lot more than somebody just this typical Lord Vader team does. Yeah, I mean I, I think you're right. Um on the other hand, I mean it's just so damn expensive. Oh yeah, it's 100 percent expensive. But like if if you get into the back zone and you don't have the right team, just sorry you're not clearing it. Right, I mean that that happened to me in my first match of five v five. Actually, you know, I ended up right. having a pretty good season. Uh, but but yeah, that first week was a little bit rough. And that that first first or second match, someone put that in the back zone. I was like, 
oh, we'll mess around with some stuff, but we're probably going to lose. And we did. And that was that. Yep. Yep. Um, I was like, wow, that's why I failed so much on my defense. <laughs> <laughs> and that, well, that, I mean, that is the trade off of you're using a Galactic Legend plus Dash plus Cat. It's like, oh, right. oh, all right. That's, that's technically three teams. But, um, yeah, I mean, I used to, uh, uh, so when when I played miniature gaming, uh, miniature games like the well, you'd you'd call that kind of unit a Death Star unit, like just yeah. an, an unkillable unit. Like, um, I mean, it's funny because it's Star Wars, but but like you you make a Death Star because um, not only like does it just like kill anything it fights, it also um, is just very very difficult to destroy, and you have to you know approach it a very specific way, and. Right. Honestly, GAC, uh, for the most part, CG has avoided creating like total Death Stars, uh, for the most part. Like, but but a lot of times, Death Stars are just these abominations full of like weird characters that should never go together, and it's just like an exploitation of the rules, yeah. Um, and you know, like that, that's what this kind of feels like, like Dash with Cat and Ray, like <laughs> with Datacrons. All right, guys, it's cool, yeah. Yeah, no, I I mean I agree with you. Um Yeah. Uh all right, so we've actually been going a while. We should probably get into the podcast questions real quick. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Uh So we actually we have Omicron ones like I I said earlier. Where oh, yeah. Mhm. Um do you talk it's been a year or you know, at the anniversary which is in a week, it'll be a year part. Do you think it's time to make Omicrons a bit more accessible? I'm not like saying give them away like candy, but do you think now that it's been a year, it's time to open up the valves a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And I, it seems like that would only benefit them. Like, what would I do with more Omicrons? I'd spend them on, uh, obviously, I'd like keep spending them on GAC, but then the bonus ones I'd spend on territory wars or potentially territory battles, which would also mean I uh, I would need to optimize my territory war teams uh, the, that I normally wouldn't have. You know, like, hey, if I want Fulcrum, I have to actually gear her, etc. Like, that that would benefit them, yeah. at least at least at the spender's level. I, I absolutely think they need to do that. Like they did that for for Zetas consistently. They made them more and more available. Uh till till now that's like, well, that's not as much of a crunch. There's you know, it's, the crunch is a little bit coming back just because of the volume of characters they're releasing. But but yeah, I think so. What about you? Yeah, no, I I think absolutely. Like I'm not <laughs> I have not been silent in my disdain for for uh omicrons and having to choose game mode so if you want to re- reduce my burnout and i think reduce some of the burnout at the top because it's i mean even in like the the war rooms the tw war rooms or the officer chats you see people in these competitive tw guilds like say you know i i'm going into this gac battle and i can't compete and so you have competitive players in the game that you are making feel kind of worthless in a game mode. So it's been a year. You've made a lot of money off these. It's time to open up, open up the valve a little bit and let people start to enjoy more of them. And 
you know, because it, it's at the point where every time they release an Omicron, people are literally sitting there saying, I hope this Omicron's bad. And I yeah. don't think that that's not the design space as a designer you want to be in where people are hoping that your design is bad because they don't want to apply it. So I think it's yeah. I think it's time. Oh, it's like, oh, please, God, make this new conquest character a ship so I don't have to put three Omicrons on it. Yep. Yep. It, it pretty much exactly. Um yeah, yeah, I know. My alt is like, well, thank God I don't have Ray. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I have Ben, but why would I put the Omicrons on unless I had Ray? So Yeah. Um all right. So next one is Let's see. Uh, TB and TW Omicrons are used at about a, th- a third of the frequency of GAC Omicrons, uh, just in you know total times that you use them. Uh, if the cost for TB slash TW Omicrons were lowered to a third of a cost of a GAC Omicron, would that change your respective opinions on applying them? Hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I, there's no denying Omicron's impact on any game mode. They're they're all they're all well constructed in the sense that they work as kind of advertised, at least for the most part. Like the Inquisitors are kind of a joke, but otherwise, like most of the Omicrons are like, yeah, I could use that, you know, in some capacity. Sure, like not all of them, but most of them. Um. Yeah, it might actually make me more interested in territory wars, honestly. But as it is, like the cost of entrance is so high right now, I'm like, uh, it's it's pricing me out. Like it's very very difficult for me to be like, yeah, uh, to feel like, oh, if I just add this phasma one, if my whole guild adds the phasma one, like we'll suddenly be relevant, relevant, and actually be competitive. Like that's not true. Like there's so much, <laughs> so many more that we need. And it, right at twenty a pop, it's like. Why even do one? I mean, I think it would be effective to just do the Fesmo one right now, but I, why try to catch up at this point? Why Why should I try? They price most people out. So, yeah, I, so I'm obviously not against, um, not against Territory War Omicrons or GAC Omicrons, uh, but I do think. I I do think if you lowered them to the cost was equivalent to how many times you use them. So like if you take a GAC one at 12 and you say, okay, the standard is using it 12 times in a month. And for TW, you're only using it four times in a month. So it's a third of the cost. Kind of like how I think... I think that would relieve a lot of stress as well. So if you're not going to give more Omicrons out and make them more readily available, like that's an excellent way to address the same thing without just having to add them, you know, change the coding to add them to some different game mode. It's just when you release the next territory one, it comes out and it's only eight to apply. Yeah, I think... I think that's an elegant solution to it. So I would say, yes, I would be on board for all of that. And I might apply Territory Battle Omicron voluntarily at that point. I mean, honestly, like the 
the side note is, I mean, it, they're going to need to make them more applicable if if they're going to force us to put territory battle Omicrons on because they can force us to do it. They, they can yeah. like that yeah. that that's a thing that's within their power. Like we we're like no, we're going to resist, but but then uh, I I think that they could force us. I was thinking oh, about yeah. it that the other day. I was like, what if what if the jokes on us and the uh to unlock inquisition it's a uh, bad batch and we have to put put it on uh omega <laughs> <laughs> um i mean <laughs> i that, i don't think they're going to do that but it would be it would be a well played cg type of moment if they did uh, <laughs> without a doubt right. like or, well played well played sir um or- I mean, it could it could be it could be uh, an inquisitor team that is specifically that scenario is specifically designed to force you to use like ninth sister lead. Yeah. With, with the omicron. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I guess that it's territory. It's it's not it's not a territory battle one. I guess I just um they could do something like that though. They could force one where it's like. Okay, your whole guild can try. They can all have all the relics and all they want, but they have to have the Omicron or their the chance of success is like 10%. Right. Yeah, no, I think I think that's coming. I mean, we've already seen the Omega Cron greatly helps Cam. Like kind of makes it not stupid proof, but if Does you it? have bad batch nice. with the Omega Cron, apparently I, I I'm not gonna apply it, so I can't test it myself, but Apparently, mm-hmm. it is making the mission a lot easier. Um, That's so, cool. So, I 100% think that they're going to do something like that in territory battles. But I think they're not going to release the Omicron to do that until we're like a year in. Yeah, it, that could be true. Because they're going to want you to get like R8 on everybody first. And then, oh, by the way, here's an Omicron. Yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 was the way. Like, I mean, I I kind of enjoyed in a way like the progression of it. At least in hindsight, like they just slowly chiseled away at uh, you know, like we we were slowly able to, slowly able to get like more and more waves because like, hey, Jedi Knight Luke is out. Like my Jedi can suddenly just like get four out of four most times. Right. You know, or the new, you know, when Kenobi came out, it was like, oh my gosh, like it opens the doors to so much more. Um, right. I kind of liked that trickle down. Um, it might feel frustrating now, now that I'm like, I only got one wave with my with my best team. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, I'm fully ready for that. Um, oh, it's coming. Yeah. I'm yeah. Still not sure I'm prepared for it, but yeah. Um, well, Zareth, fast battles when you only get one wave. Congratulations. You got what you asked for at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually used to look forward to, like, say, territory battles because it was just like, oh, man, it's like five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Next question is, I have Malgus and Malik at R7. Which would be better to take to R8 first? Malgus, next. Yeah. Well, uh, hmm. <laughs> I actually don't agree with that right now. Because Malgus without the Kron, I mean, he's still taking something substantial, but 
doing the three man in five v five of Kylo and two night sisters is like easy mode again. So Malgus at R eight isn't really changing that. Uh, Malik, meanwhile, can go on multiple teams and have a bigger effect at R eight. Like if you could put Malik onto a C team. Um, or a lot of people can still do Malik solos. Uh, so I would actually, I would say Malik at R8, I would do before Malgus at this point. I think Malgus moves the needle more, to be honest. Uh, uh, just because, like, Malik, what, what's his big move? Like, he taunts and causes fear, sure, but but that's mechanical. Um, And then he force drains. And, that, you know, that's nice, but that's also mechanical. Uh, and eight just makes him a little more tanky, and that's nice. Malgus, it's just like okay, it makes him more tanky. Um, but then the relic level actually just like the, boosts his damage by a huge amount because he's getting so much extra health. Um, not to mention he's more tanky. Um, uh, uh, like he, so I, I guess the thing is, if I'm uh, even this week when when he didn't have his datacron, when I faced Malgus. With Ray, um, like there was times that I was like, "Oh crap, I could lose this." If it was just Malik in there instead, I'd be like, "I, I don't care. Like he's not gonna kill her. There's not. There's no threat." Yeah, but then you are committed to one team. I just like, I like the fact that Malik can actually go on more than one team, and I know. People are gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are now running Malgus Star Killer teams. Like I get that, but it doesn't really, in my mind, move the needle in GAC because you're just gonna use the same Malgus counter that you were gonna use anyway. Only now you're killing Star Killer as well, and you're using troopers on Darth Revan. Um, so I, I like the ability to uh, have some flexibility with Malik and Malik being tanky is not a small thing. Like the, the Malgus teams I have the most problems with are the ones where Malik just won't die because Malgus is always saved for last last. Sometimes Malik just won't die. And you're like, I I need you to die like now, please, because I need to focus on Malgus and Malik is like, no, no, you're still going to be hitting me fool. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I won't argue too much more. I don't think uh, Malik holds as much value, but I won't. He's not. It's not. I, I can respect your opinion, I guess. Um. All right. So. In in three v three, who are you thinking of as a third for a Ray Ben team? Um, I don't know. I I don't know if that's the best version. I, I like Hoda or Holdo, probably. I like a tank is nice. And, uh, you know, uh, Hoda is just crazy with Ray. So, yeah. I, I, I faced one with Dash last night. And I don't know. I probably got lucky, but it was super easy. So, what are your thoughts? Um, oh, da Dash would be easy there. Uh, or ease. Yeah. Um, I so I actually pair dash with Ray, but that's because I'm using it on offense to right. to take out the sides on Lord Vader. I think it would be 
think the answer would be Hoda if I was placing Ray on defense. Uh, because even without Ben, Hoda can be scary at times. So I, I, I don't think that changes now that you're adding Ben to the mix. Uh, you still get a lot of holds with Ray and Hoda. Honestly, like they took away the badass crons for Ray. And she still got a ton of holds. It's like people are like, I still lost to Ray. What the hell? Like I thought she was gonna be easy mode. I'm like, she's still a freaking GL, dude. Like she's still like just because she doesn't evaporate your team instantly now doesn't mean she's not gonna yeah. wear you out and take like just whirlwind you to death. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um all right. So since we're speaking of Malgus, mm-hmm. Is there a legitimate merit to splitting Malgus team? So, aka Malgus, Sith Empire Trooper, Marauder, or whoever, and then still keeping DR, BSF, Malik? Um, I mean, that's always that's going to be the, the question mark forever, right? Like, that's the, yeah. the more edgy people are going to be split, doing those splits and. I don't know. Like there, I think that there's some merit to it. Actually, I think that you take the drama out of it. Like, okay, so if someone, if you want to put a Malga, a Malik team, Malgus, whatever, on on defense, and I take a GL against it, like every once in a while, he might just get through and snipe out my GL, and it's scary as hell if you put the the good contributors with him. Uh if you if I want to take the same team against a Malgus team that's been like drained of of fun of good characters he's like yeah i, I guess i kind of like sith too i like prefer sith empire <laughs> but but sith are okay they're fine um like it's not gonna it's not gonna be hard at all like you're gonna be forfeiting a, a an immediate loss and so the gain of that would be of course a darth revan team what do you gain from having a darth revan team these days though really like what what substantial thing like troopers solve darth revan alone like yeah darth- so to me, I, I don't I don't know what the benefit of splitting them is, frankly. Well, so I think there's two there's two things. You know, there's up where we are where I would say there's not a chance in hell that that's a better split. Um, mostly because I've seen people up where we are try and split it, and then their Malgus team gets beat with bounty hunters, and their Darth Vader team or Darth Revan team gets beat with troopers. So. <laughs> But I think if you are in a lower GP where your opponents aren't going to have all the teams built up, and like if your opponents don't have one of the easy counters to Darth Revan, like say troopers, or then yeah, I might split it. Like it, so it it would be very opponent driven, like scouting and oh they don't have bounty hunters, they're gonna need to use a GL on my Malgus anyway. Um, and they don't they don't have anything easy to beat my Darth Revan, so now they have to use two GLs, then I, I would split them up. So I think it it just depends where you are. Where we are, I would never split split them up. Uh I think you all need right. at least one character that applies fear on that team at all times. At the very least. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I mean, I agree. Actually, my my alt is splitting them because I I need a, a, another team basically. Right. Yeah. Well, there's there is also that of the 
why did you place that team on defense? And it's because I needed a team. <laughs> I mean, that's that's always been a very real answer to sometimes why you right. put the non-optimal. Right. So I guess my my original answer was was based on my main account, and it's like, well, yeah. I I just don't need Darth Revan. Like I kind of pr- liked right. that that Malgus came and like solved the awkwardness that was Darth Revan because yeah, it's been an awkward thing for a while now because people people are like, well, troopers beat every iteration of it. If you put Nest with it, you still you know you just put Death Trooper with it. You be like, right. Whatever you do with Darth Revan, like every once in a while you get a hold with it. You're like, what the hell did you use? Oh, you tried to get cute with like Geos or some weird crap. Like, <laughs> like right. okay, okay, like you try like it's 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 a great defense team against cuteness. Yes, you know, yeah. at least at our level. Uh, for for my alt though, um, you know, seven million. Yeah, like Darth Revan and Basti, especially in threes, kill a lot of stuff uh, for really good banners. So right, um, hard, hard to turn that down when Malgus is just still like, well, I will demand, I shall demand the cost of one GL. I'm like, that's fine, just demand a GL. That's fine, bud. Like, yeah. <laughs> Take your loss like a man. He's like, yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Uh, that was that one. Okay. Are there any teams that you see primarily on defense that actually have more legs on offense? And the example they give here is uh, potentially sortie on offense. Um, so is the, are there any teams that in for on either account that you regularly see on defense where you're like, yeah, no, that, that would be a good offense team too. Outside of like the, the GLs obviously, or gas right. or something like that. Um, yeah. I have, I have at least one. Uh, do you? Uh, yeah. I'll let yeah. you, I'll let you go first. Um, Radis is my answer. Uh, you know, Radis beats yeah, all the empire one. teams, uh, including including Inquisitors, and we see Inquisitors a lot on defense. So I guess they could actually be an answer to this as well. Um, but yeah. Radis Radis on offense is is actually really useful. Uh, I do think in three v three he's better on defense than he is in five v five. So, but I Radis one hundred percent has viability on offense yeah i mean um i, I mean the ship too actually uh against other because everyone puts radis on defense on defensive yeah. ships and i've been getting like 74s against right. uh, like in the mirror because the mirror is, as long as you follow like the formula it's just like just pretty simple pretty pretty easy and I, I don't have like a really high level high relic uh ship pilots i don't i don't even think that they have relic or they don't think they have 60 mods they're just uh deleting other radis teams for high banners uh that's nice right. uh that's that's not the team i would choose though i've my thought was mon mothma man I, I see her all the time on defense all the damn time all the time and not only is she amazing at uh, just like deleting teams on her own, anyways. Um, right. She, she's also great at cleanup. Like she she'll kill most GLs on, on yeah. cleanup. Like I yeah. I don't know. The recent version of Lord Vader is is like I've, I've seen it happen. I've seen people like I think Gom did it recently. But um, you know, I used to kill Lord Vader, finish Lord Vader teams off with with Mon Moth, but like, uh, you know, Ray teams, I'd, I'd be very interested to see. I, th- I think they still finish off Ray-Ben teams, even if it's just Ray and Ben combined. Um, 
yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of, uh, of yeah, good to say about Mon Mothma on offense. I, you know, like uh, someone in my chat one day said, one day people will discover that Mon Mothma is an offensive team. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, one day they will. Yeah. I, the irony is I used Mon Mothma on offense for months and months and months to great success. It, this is going back to when I had my alt account. My alt was doing it as well. Now, now she goes on defense just because, as we discussed earlier, sometimes you just need a team on defense. And she can, if you don't have the right counter to her, she can cause problems. Um, oh, yeah, she's like Geo's in that regard. Like right. back, back in the day, it was like, you can't zero yeah. them down. Like you have to have the right counter or you're dead. Right. Um, but I, I completely agree with you. She is she is great on offense. Um yeah, yeah. I, I've started using Adrad on offense, actually on in three five v five, I should say. Yeah, uh, because like you say, like it kills Inquisitors and it kills uh, Iden. Like right, right, and, and it's a direct counter to set four uh, that's going on right now because everyone wants to put the cool uh, Empire stuff on defense uh, because of the the turn meter loop and stuff, and it's like, well, I guess maybe we could get stuck on a Tarkin loop. I, I don't really know how that works, but for the most part, yeah, like Adred just just beats it. Yep. Um. All right. So this one's just a a quick bang bang on the numbers. What's the ideal offense target for Bam and for an offense modded Ray? Oh, I gotta make me log in here. What do you have the numbers that you have? What yeah. I guess you don't have an offense, Ray. I, I don't, but uh, for Bam, it would be 10k. I, I think that's always the right 10k. I'm logging now, in right now. Now oh. I'm gonna have to look, but for, for Ray, offense, Ray, it's got to be over 12k, definitely over 12k. Um, like the, the ideal ones are at 13k, but that that takes some serious modding and usually R9. Um, right. Okay. So my best Garmando, my best Garmando at Relic 8 has 11,636 offense. Yeah. It binds at 11.3. So I think, I think back in the days before I R8ed him, like 10,000 was usually the line for him. Yeah, he, he really does benefit a lot from, from more Relic levels and stuff, of course. Um, and he's one of those characters that benefits more from specific modding as well. Uh, I, I, both of these, actually. like right. I would argue these three plus, like, Cam are the three that I focused on the most. Um, yeah, yep. So for offense for Ray at, at Relic 9, um, my Ray is at 12,867. Yeah. Um, so not quite 1300, but I also have, uh, 207k health, which, which yeah. is actually fairly tricky to get, uh, for, to get that mix of, of decent health, like obviously not as much as the health raise, but then also a pretty high offensive number. So, um, like I'm fairly proud of my Ray modding. There, there are some that are better obviously out there, but, um, yeah, she, she's good. She doesn't yeah. suck. Um, all right, so this is <laughs> can cause some discussion. Um, uh, as we hit the two hour mark on the head, 
True. How do you how do you rank the GLs the, these days? Uh, which GL would you say is the most essential to a roster right now? Oh man, that could be a really long discussion. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think right now with territory uh, battle change in sight. I think that the best one right now would be Lord Vader. I'm not saying it's the easiest or the wisest one to farm first or something. I think that he's probably the most vital, uh, unless it's Jedi Master Luke, because he's so good at, uh, you know, all the PvE stuff. But so, so is Lord Vader. So what do you think? Yeah. Uh, I actually think it's Jabba. I mean, I think there's a great argument for Jabba. I just, I really struggle yeah. with his requirements because the requirements, That's... Uh, I don't care as much about like the the material cost, but but like they're a bunch of worthless sacks is what they are. <laughs> I mean, that that is that is completely fair. Um, but I do, th- I do think that if you're talking one essential GL going forward, I think it's Java because he beats all the other GLs other than Lord Vader. Right. Um, and in PVE, he is disgusting. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, yeah, he is. He's also, yeah, that there's a lot. I mean, I, I yeah. we talked about it in our, uh, in our round table with, with, uh, Fatal, but like, the just the smuggler run two itself yeah. just that if you if you say like that we get it every week and i guess we don't get it every week we just actually just got lapped by smugglers run one uh yeah. but if you get it every single week uh like you get two 60 mods for free out of that and like 80 uh readjustment mods or what, whatever they're called yeah um the the attenuation things and then and not to mention a bunch of extra mods and uh, like uh, over the course of the year, like that is a crazy amount of 60 mods that you just get for quote unquote free just for having Jabba. Right. And actually I'm looking at his requirements and out of all of them, it's what one, two, three that are useless because it's, it's Greedo, obviously um van seal earmuffs uh jawa <laughs> or four it's greedo jawa er and mob enforcer because like gam guard if you look at what all the top guilds are doing right now it's gam guard is on the java team um yeah i mean i'd argue aura is, i mean she's not worthless but she's used less and less and yeah. you can use her without uh relics yeah, I, I mean, Aura's I kind of put in that like swing position where she has a lot of uses, especially like if you want to beat that that weakened Malgus team. <laughs> um, but but like uh, Kersantan, obviously he's going to be on the Java team. Han Solo, nobody's ever complained complained with Han Solo. Um, Outrider, obviously great ship. Uh, Skiff Guard Lando on the team, Jedi Knight Luke, a monster, 3PO, Relic 7, stupid, but 
if you're starting from scratch, you want you want three PO on your roster. Uh, Boosh, obviously on the team. Fennec at R seven, like that's you're welcome. <laughs> Boba Fett at R seven. He well made up I mean, for executor anyways. Right. So I mean the 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 requirements aren't that awful for him. It's not like Lord Vader requiring Bad Batch and you get a whole second team. It like honestly, but the the Lord Vader or the Jabba requirements aren't aren't tragic. Yeah, I mean, I guess the problem my, my problem is like <laughs> all the all the characters that you get, like sure, like they're good if they're the first character you're grabbing though. If he's the first jail you're sure. going for, like you just have a bunch of disparate weirdness. Yes, it, it's not it's not a like you're not getting a cohesive team out of his requirements other than his team, but out like the other requirements are all kind of like Han Solo sure. and three PO go together. But it's just two members of a team, you know. Aura Singh doesn't really want the rest of them. Fennec is like, yeah, I I can help you beat Lord Vader, but I need a whole team around me before I can do that. So, like, I right. get what you're saying, right? So that that's all. Like, it, it's just like a a mess that he he requires, as opposed to like there there are a lot of other squads that it's you know GLs. It's like, well, yeah, like. They all require stinkers to some degree or other. I, I mean, there's a couple actually that it's like every single one's a hard hitter now at this point, heavy hitter. But, but like, yeah, he, you're right though. Like, if you could just magically have one GL appear, uh, you know, with requirements in your roster, like, probably Jabba's the one to choose. Um, yeah. But, but like, the journey to get there is a whole nother thing too, because you have to get Jedi Knight Luke unlocked, for instance. You know, which which is right. not easy. Um, you yeah. know, etc. Like he's a GL of his in his own right in in some ways to unlock. So, uh, anyways, yeah, I I think you're right though. Like, I, and we could talk about this for for another hour, I think. But but yeah, Jabba, Jabba makes a ton of sense, and he also like makes me cringe a lot for that. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right, the last question's a troll question, but it made me think of a funny movie. So, hmm. uh, excellent. <laughs> what shape and color is Chrysanthemum's poop? And this is solely based around, you know, the the poop flinging sticker. Um, but it made me think of oh god, now I forget the name of the movie, the Easter movie, movie where the Easter Bunny poops jelly beans. And so I'm going with it's jelly beans. And there, we answered your question, Polly. <laughs> don't ask uh, another one. <laughs> don't ask another one. Uh all right. Uh yeah, that's that's God, we've been going forever tonight. Uh we we alluded to it, but how how'd your week go this week? Um, I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it real brief. I, I lost my first match to a crazy huge account, um, by five, uh, my second match, I lost by three and my, my, uh, third match I won by three. So it's been a very stressful week. Like it could have gone either way on all three matches. I could be three and oh, obviously it would have different opponents. So who knows, but like in terms of just raw score, like could have been three and zero, could have been zero and three, could have been any mix, just uh, one and two. 
I think the thing that's the most shocking is I got kicked out of the like I was I was in I was number 40 to start the week. Um yeah. I lost two and I was outside of the top 100. Like it just booted me all the way out. <laughs> Take it and like it. Um Yeah, that was weird. But... Yeah, that is that is quite the drop. Yeah, I mean I I'm not I don't hate that. And I'm back in the top 100, I'm sure, after this win. I haven't yeah. looked. But um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, one and two in a top 40, uh, you know, group is, I mean, it's nothing to be ashamed of, in my opinion. It was it's a right. tough group. Like, even the toilet bowl fight is just like, dear Lord, you're so good. This is really tough. So, um, yeah, how'd you do? Uh, so I was in a skin of our teeth top 100 pod i lost the first one just he had what three characters with a hundred plus percent dodge on it i said screw this i'm not streaming i already alluded to the vader was a nightmare but it, it did i will say i lost the fight but it helped me develop my strategy for every 100 percent dodge vader i face from now on in 3v3 so it it was a loss, but it was a useful loss. Um, my second round, I won. The guy attacked once. You know, I full cleared. I dropped one battle, but I still had a really, really good score. I think I dropped I dropped a total of 30 banners. And so he attacked once and didn't even try. Uh, and then my second or my third opponent, I I should not have won. But he just didn't. He didn't go in and finish fighting. He cleared my front zone. He lost to my Lord Vader twice, uh, then cleared it. Lost to my Jabba once. I couldn't full clear. He needed to average 50 banners on just my on my B teams. Like He didn't even need to clear the Jabba team. So he could have just killed my B teams. And that's all that was left. He beat all the hard teams except for Jabba. And he just needed 50 banners her fight and he just didn't bother so i won i went two and one i should i should not have won i'm openly saying i should not have won this guy also had an 11.8 million gp so he was it was quite quite a bigger account than me um but he let me stay in the top 100 and he's probably going to enjoy his week next week more than i am that's there's that (laughs) okay um so yeah, that was my week. Let's. Yeah, you and I might be in the same group. Uh, we we could be Gum, and if Gum didn't lose, um, there was the potential that all three of us could have been in one group because we were, you we were eight away from each other. Like you, between you and Gum was eight spaces, and I was in the middle, exactly in the middle. There was four between you and four between me, wow. <laughs> or four between me and Gum. Um. Dang, man. Yeah, but, that would have been epic. But he lost, so how dare he? Man, I still need to get in a group with him. I feel like maybe I was in a group and we just never paired, actually. That could be. I I, I mean, I'd, I don't pay attention to your groups to know. Uh, but yeah. it sounds like it could happen. Because, I, I mean, I've been floating around gum for like the past three weeks at this point. Yeah, I mean, me and Arsenal were in the same group like five weeks in a row. Yeah, yep. 
it was crazy. Like it was just like because we got the same record every time. It was like every time it was like one and two, two, and we only faced each other once the whole time. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, that happens. You just kind of ride with the same people in your group for a while. Right. Yep. Um. Uh. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Should we call it good? We sh- we should. Uh. Yeah. Let's call it good. So. Thank you to everyone for joining us out there in podcast land. Oh, oh, there's sounds playing on my computer. Uh, thank you for everyone joining us in podcast land. Uh, in theory, I'll be back streaming on Wednesday. We'll see if I actually want to. Uh, Zareth should be streaming on Wednesday. Yep. And then we'll be back for fight night. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll be there. Yeah. All right. Uh Thank you, everyone, and remember that evil sucks. Yeah, don't be dicks. <laughs> now, now, f off. <laughs> <laughs>